Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Dishes and Dimes podcast. I'm Kelsey. I'm joined by the number one Kyle Lowry fan, Iman, and it is only suitable that Iman and I do this podcast because today we have a very special guest, none other than the greatest raptor mom of all time, Marie Holloway. Marie, how are you? Hi, everybody. I'm good. How are you? We're good. Iman, are you good? I mean, I'm sitting here with the queen. Why wouldn't I be? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the queen, but... You are You are on Raptor Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I am. Like, I'm still waiting for my blue check. Wait. Twitter, please. Uh, hold on. If you have a blue check, they might shut down your account for a little bit. That's what's happening recently. You might You might want to hold off on getting the no, blue check. It's fun. Like, it's, it's fun. Like, I enjoy... Um, you know, I don't do a lot on Twitter. Really, I don't. I mean, just doing the games. And it's just fun. So, and the fans are so, so cool. Like, I don't really have, not get a chance to be funny and just have fun. Really. Is it nice to have sort of like a community to watch Kyle's game and interact with? It is. It really is because I actually live quite a ways from most of my friends or whatever. So I watch the games by myself. And, uh, you know, except whoever's in the house, but we don't sit together and watch them. So it's kind of, you know, when things happen, it's kind of cool to kind of like tweet and see what everybody's thinking and saying or whatever. Did you expect it to be as, like, Raptor fans are pretty rabid. Like, there are a lot of, like, really big basketball sort of fans in different cities, but Raptor fans on Twitter are pretty rabid. We go hardcore Y'all do any it. sort of Lowry, anybody sort of slandering anybody or were there attacking. Were you expecting that or is that kind of something that nope. took you by surprise? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And it's good because then I don't have to go in. So I just, you know, it was one guy not too long ago. He said something and I don't, I think I commented, but it was kind of like on a, you know, it wasn't nothing to me, but man, they went in. Like he, I think he shut his account. <laughs> That's what you get. Jesus. We shut down Golden State. We shut down Kyle Lowry haters. Yep. Oracle's yeah, like, dead because of us. <laughs> yeah, y'all fans are great. Like I, I, everywhere we go, we run into Raptor fans, and they are great. Uh, like, I'm, I, I feel so safe. Like, so, you know, with him being there, because I know somebody's got his back somewhere at all times. Yeah, there's a couple million people that will jump out of the bushes if they hear the word. <laughs> I believe it. I'm it. definitely one of them. That's what I spend my days doing, actually, is hiding bushes, waiting for someone to slander Kyle so I can come attack. <laughs> it's, it's just weird. Like, I don't, I don't really see what he does that's just so irritating. I mean, I kind of do, but I don't like that. He's just so, like, people just choose to just hate on him. It's kind of crazy. But has he always been that way, finding a way to get under your skin without actually doing anything? Yeah. Like I said, he was the the little brother. And Lonnie used to take him, and that's part of where his competitive nature came from, because Lonnie used to take him a lot to play with him and his friends. Now, mind you, these guys are four or five, six years older than him. So he was playing football and basketball with these guys that are bigger than him. And, you know, he just, he didn't care. Like, they would give him the ball and just block for him. It would just be funny. Like, people would stop on the street and watch this little thing running through, you know, with the football and making people miss and fall. And, you know, they getting mad. And so, and even with the basketball, like, that's part of where he got his competitive nature from, is just playing with the bigger and older guys. We saw Kyle Lowry try to nutmeg a basketball player this season. Like, actually his body, not the ball, not nutmeg with the basketball, but throw his body in between George Hill's legs. So we kind of get that. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I, just, I think George was supposed to move. Like, I, just don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that was supposed to be like that. I Any competitive like, event. Uh, the, uh, like, what was that? That was, that was funny. Kyle bring competition back to the all-star game. So it's not that much of a stretch to believe he was doing that when he was four five or six. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were as infants, like, while I think Kyle was born in, well, he was born in March by Christmas. I had, they had the little mini basketball court, the little baby football, the little baby um, baseball thing. Like 
I've always, you know, wanted them to, you know, just be in the sports because I was in the sports. So, you know, they were going to be boys, boys. And you you credited Kyle's competition level to his older brother, Lonnie, but you were quite competitive as well, correct? Yep. I played, I was a three-season athlete. I did it all. Volleyball, that's why I really had knee surgery now. I was 30 years old, playing, still playing softball and played volleyball. And I've, you know, pretty much been this size for a long time. So, but that was like the most fun I've had, I had had in years. So it kind of like triggered the whole, all right, time to quit now scenario. But yeah, like I, I was very competitive, very athletic. Um, I did whatever I could do. Just love it. I love watching sports. I'm a big Eagles fan. Did All Kyle Philadelphia teams, actually. Did Kyle bring you to the Super Bowl when the Eagles won? No. No. Okay. So I tried. <laughs> I tried. I did. I tried to get up there. I said, I know if he could, if he can, he's going to try to go. So I'm like, if I'm there, maybe I'll get a chance to go. But I didn't get up here. So, but I'm glad he got the chance to go. That was that was amazing for him. Like. I was so happy for them. You got to go to a better parade, though, just recently. Yeah. Yeah, man. (laughs) That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. I I can't even, like, put that into words. That was absolutely... And on, you know, my mom had passed away, like, Mm -hmm. two days. Well, actually, the day before the parade. Oh, wow. So, like, we really needed... That, but we felt her all over that day. Like she was all over that day. It was just different feelings and emotions and things that just happened. And I was like, oh my God, I know she's like right here. What was it like to see so many people just filling the street shoulder to shoulder for your youngest son? It was, uh, listen, like seriously, I can't even really put it into words. It was the most amazing thing like it was crazy like just you know looking around and every like block we went to to look that way and to see people's three and four blocks that way and then to look up in the buildings and see see people in the windows and the signs and the waving it was so there were people hanging from traffic lights (laughs) like it was yeah 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 (laughs) there were people absolutely everywhere now you talked about Kyle kind of being this guy who kind of irritates people being this irritant and like getting a lot of hate for that but I think that's the same reason he gets so much luck because when he's on your team he does all of those little things whether it's taking charges in the all-star game like Kelsey mentioned yeah that putting was- his body on the line. Now, listen, I say a prayer for your son every single time before a game because I don't know that he actually cares that much about his body. In the middle of a game. Oh, trust me, he does. I think, <laughs> older, I think he cares more and more. Yeah. Do you cringe every time you see him I take do, a charge? Do. But this has been going on since he was um, eight, nine. Yeah. He played basketball in the league um, with Coach Jimmy Black. And Kyle would just, wherever the ball was, Kyle was. The yeah, guy, he yeah. just followed the ball. And and he would go 100 miles an hour. Like, back then, it wasn't, he didn't have that, okay, I got to slow down. And no, it was 100 miles an hour. So when he hit things, it was boom, boom. And I'd be like, <sighs> and Jimmy would just scream across, he's okay, he's all right, don't worry. So he's been doing that, like, his whole, his he knows no other way. Yeah, he just knows no other way, and I think that's what—that's one of the things I admire most about watching him play. Definitely, I think it's one of the things that really endeared him to Raptor fans here. I mean, you know, you've heard about Toronto sort of being a hockey city and having this sort of blue-collar mindset, and I think Kyle, obviously being from Philly, um, just kind of having that grit and that mentality when he came to Toronto would endeared him right away to Raptor fans, and that's why I think he is the greatest Raptor of all time. And I think, I honestly believe if more more people really got to see him play, mm-hmm. like he's been in Toronto the last seven years. So if you don't have league pass, you don't really get to see him play. Yeah. So I think the more you see him play and the more you can actually see what he brings to the game, you cannot not love this kid. Like, you 100%. just can't. I still watch and still, my brother, 
the same way. Like they watched, and even my mom, my mom used to just, that boy just amazes me. That boy just amazes me. Girl, yes, son. I just, she just, it's hard not to watch him play and not appreciate what he brings to the game. It's just, to me, it's hard. I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, I I said that I've been a basketball fan my entire life, played as a kid, but I don't think I've learned more about basketball from anything than watching Kyle Lowry play. The way that he thinks the game, just following him, the moves that he makes, the passes that he makes, the reads that he makes, um, just he, he thinks a step ahead of everyone. And even outside of the game, you can watch any sort of game end. Who's going after that winning ball if it's an important moment? If it's someone's career high, if it's a game winning ball of a series, if someone hit a big shot, it's Lowry going after that ball to make sure he gives it to a teammate. He's just thinking a step ahead in every moment. I think that's what makes him so special. Yeah, I don't think people don't realize how much a student of the game he really is. Mm-hmm. But Kyle is very uh, mental, very, he thinks he's always two or three steps ahead of what everybody else is doing. And I think if you, when you watch the huddles, like they're allowed to put their two cents in. And a lot of times he's right. Now, I mean, players see things that sometimes the coaches can't see. So, I mean, I, I think that's, like I said, that, that, that brings a lot to, to the game. Do you think coaching is in, because he does see, he is a very cerebral player. He does think the game very well. Uh, as a point guard, he sees everything. Do you think coaching is in his future? Do you see that as a path for him? I think he would make an amazing coach mm-hmm. I would not want to play for him <laughs> but I think he'd make a great coach because I see it with his brother like I don't know you know we have an AAU program that Lonnie runs Lonnie was one of the founders of the program Lonnie is one of the best basketball minds you will ever come across and that's part of the reason why Kyle is so you know thinks the game so much and Lonnie used to I would watch Lonnie coach and it would just amaze me. Like some of the things, some of the things that he's been able to do with some of the players that he was able to have, like Kyle, when Kyle played and they won their first tournament and it was a big one over Sean Livingston's, Sean Livingston's team, the family, it was like Kyle and Shane and other like kind of role players. And that's how our teams have basically been. We've never had these super teams and they've been able to like really get these kids to play the right way. They have won tournaments. They should have won. They've gone to uh, finals and the Adidas thing, you know, Adidas tournaments. They shouldn't have gone to with guys that you so-called not superstars, but they got them to play the right way. And I think Kyle will demand that of his players. Like you got to play the way I, I want you to play. And Lonnie and them have always demanded that that we have a we call it a team fully way this is how we play and if you're not gonna play that way then probably not gonna play for us it's kind of bad because like even to this day what tw- almost 20 years later like they still get when my brother played <laughs> when Kyle played and that's kind of like oh wow <laughs> is it uh one of the things I took away from that is the Lowry's beating a Livingston team even 20 years before <laughs> Listen, I sit here and I laugh I said I know Sean Livingston just has nightmares about Kyle <laughs> like Kyle gave them I think it was 45 and his team was um Sean's team I think was like the number one team or one of the top ranked teams in the country and I know everybody like who was this kid in in Indiana we won that tournament speech. I will never forget it. It's like, who is this kid? Where did he come from? And to this day, like, he still gives showing problems. So I just smile. <laughs> We're um, we need her. Huh? <laughs> Our other co-host, Sidra, her account got suspended for talking too much crap about Sean Livingston. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, it wasn't even that bad. <laughs> how, can, how can they suspend her account for talking about one player? Like, who runs it? A Golden State fan or something? <laughs> we have to check that. I mean, um, now, 
when did you know we, we're talking about Kyle Lowry just having something special and being a special kind of player but was there a moment that you knew he could make the NBA that this could be the life no until I actually had a pro tell me I mean a, a pro scout tell me mm-hmm. um I knew he was special like, I didn't know he was that kind of special. I thought he was special, get your college paid for, we good. I didn't know he was NBA special until, um, I think, after a couple games in New York, you know, we had people outside, you know, you know, trying to be his agent and things like that. But when I actually had a, a pro scout tell me, like, you know, your son is a problem. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't really. Lonnie knew. Yeah, around the city knew, but I wasn't thinking that way. All I was thinking was, get your college paid for. Let's get this degree, and you know that was my thought process. I didn't. The NBA stuff didn't. He always said it. He always said it. He was eight, nine years old. I'm gonna be in the NBA. I'm gonna be in the NBA. So you took the exact opposite approach of Levar Ball. Is what you're saying? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> just be quiet. <laughs> Lonnie thinks he's hilarious. Lonnie loves him. Lonnie loves him. I, yeah, that's that was never. Um, I, I always whatever my child dreams of, whatever he said he could do. Okay, I got you. Let me know what we need to do, where we need to be. And it was always basketball, right? Well, I actually thought he was going to because baseball was running our family, like. Yeah. My brother played baseball. I played softball. Lonnie played baseball. The other side of his family played baseball. So I kind of thought that's what it was going to be. But he just he caught a lot. He was good at it, too. He played um, in school. Um, well, not school, school, like middle school or whatever. He's really good. Um, he probably could have been in baseball. He was really good at football. But because he was small, they didn't really give him a chance. But as y'all can see, he could probably play wide receiver, defensive end. They, they just didn't know. Just like his his hero and ours, Allen Iverson. Oh, that's my baby. <laughs> I used to always say that's Kyle real daddy. <laughs> <laughs> when Kyle was like 16, if you saw Kyle from the back, like if you just walked up on him, he had the braids, big the big pants, little teeny legs. Long, if you walk, if you saw Kyle standing somewhere, you would thought that was Iverson from the back. I love and it. Same little bow legs, but he, you know they were skinny back then. But yeah, Al, I was always a big fan of Alan's. So to oh, actually man. see that come full circle, that was cool. That that moment, they got a couple pictures with him and Alan. It's just like, oh my god, that's like the one of the best moments ever to see him. Like them hug and Alan having a preach. He told me I met him. Um, finally met him. Wow, I think when we played in was it New York All Star game? Whatever, it was like four o'clock in the morning. He was in the lobby of the hotel when we left out, and he was just telling me, "I love your son, and you know, I love what he does." And I was like, "Oh my god!" So that was cool for me. Anyway. What was the moment that made it real for you? Like, my son is in the NBA. He is an all-star. When did it really sink in for you, or has it? It still hasn't. I mean, honestly, like, the the things that we've done, and, you know, I'm in my dream home, and being in his home, and watching his kids, and it still has, like, I'm still, I'm still, I'm his mom first. I'm still a fan. Like, I still just smile at things that he does. And I still go back and watch old games, things like that. He still amazes me. So I'm not, you know, it's still kind of surreal. It is. It's still kind of surreal. Now, Lowry has, has credited sort of the switch from, from um, baseball to basketball to his brother, Lonnie. And I think, you know, he kind of credited that, the the um, leadership skills that he has to you, his mom, and I mean, I was listening. I was actually listening to a pod with him and Alan Iverson on it, and those just being two of my favorite basketball players of all time was really fun. But but he credited it to you, and I think what you said there, you're his mom first, and being that and giving him the freedom 
to to be and giving him the freedom to sort of grow would you do you think that that's where that leadership comes from because Kyle is a great leader and has become a great leader for the Toronto Raptors do you think it comes from the the freedom that you gave him as a kid to kind of learn his mistakes and sort of grow into the man that he was meant to be I think so sometimes I I I think I gave him a little too much but now that I look at it I think it was it was what it needed to be because living this life that they live is you gotta have a certain uh, mentality to be able to do it and to do it well and just be able to handle what comes at you. But for him to take the leadership role that he's taken is just, I love it. I do. I love it. Because, I mean, it's been a lot said about Kyle over the years. The one thing you've never, ever, ever heard is he was a bad teammate. Ever. He loves those guys and he takes care of those guys. And when he loves you, he loves you. There has been a lot said about Kyle. Is there any sort of misconception that you want to address? Is there anything that you think people don't understand? Because I think since his time in Toronto, he's been able to sort of change whatever narrative existed about him. Mm Mm-hmm. But do you think that there's still something that maybe lingers that that needs to be addressed? No, not at all. Because I think a lot of what was expected of him early was just maturity. There was Mm -hmm. things that were going to come with maturity. And, you know, Kyle is like, had to fight his way every step of the way from AAU. And I know I've said this before, from AAU to high school to college, to the league. Like, he's never gone anywhere and been that guy. And he had to fight to prove, yeah, I am that guy and give me the chance to be that guy. So having to have that chip on your shoulder year after year after year after year is going to make you seem a certain way. Yeah. So I, I think as he's gotten older, I think as things have started to evolve, he's evolved. And... Like, I think over the last few years, and you notice I say I think a lot because I want it to be known these are my thoughts of what I think. Doesn't mean it is what it is or whatever. It's just what I think is that he's relaxed. And he's done almost everything. Well, I guess now everything that you, when you go into this, you strive to do. He hasn't two-peated. That's coming soon. Listen, I think they have a chance, a good chance. I do as well. Good chance. But no, I don't, I think at this point, I think you guys can see as he opens up a little bit and his character comes out and he's a funny guy and, you know, he's not the a-hole that people try to paint him out to be. What did you think? The media. <laughs> what did you think when he got traded to Toronto initially? I didn't think. <laughs> I didn't like I was like it's part of the business I wasn't sure if I saw it coming and know maybe in my mind I probably did but it's a business and that's one of the things like we don't talk basketball at all like at all like my, yeah. my job is to be mom and grandma and mother-in-law and all that so we don't talk basketball so it was was what it was like I know he's going to go there and do the best he can and, and win, you know, make people fall in love with him. And, you know. Can I ask you, what? did you think it would be a little bit of a pit stop his time in Toronto? Did you see, because, okay, I mean, foreseeing a, a championship and an extended playoff run, this sort of duo with DeMar DeRozan that came up is, is hard to predict. I don't think any of us really saw that growing. But did you think... Toronto was just going to be a light stop, or did you think that this would be, this could have happened? I, I really didn't know. I don't really, mm, I don't go there. Yeah. I try not to overthink anything that's basketball, business, whatever. Because, like I said, like my job is to just be supportive, like wherever he ends up. So if I was going to be a Toronto fan for whatever months it was, then fine. It's happened to be 70. I'm going to be, I'm just, what I'm going to do. I kind of, now when he, to resign, when he went to resign, I was kind of hoping he stayed. Like, that's, <laughs> but I didn't voice it. I just, <laughs> I didn't to say. 
Did you have yourself, not not so much in terms of Kyle and his career, but you yourself, did you have any sort of ideas of what Toronto would be before you came here? Um, if if your first time in Toronto was maybe after Lowry was traded here? Um, yeah, it was my first time. No, yeah. I didn't. Like, I, I, I really thought it would be more um, foreign, I guess. But like, yeah. not so much New Yorkish. Yeah. You know, like the North New York, like Soul City Five. It was very clean. Very, very clean. But I love like I like I love it there. Like I really do. Yeah, have you gone to any Toronto restaurants? Um, Eleven is one of my oh, favorites. Okay, of course, yeah. <laughs> but since we have a chef now, <laughs> we don't get out. But yeah, eleven and um actually we do go out a lot. <sighs> It's another one not too far from 11. We went uh, somewhere for Ayana's birthday. It's quite a few. I just don't remember names. I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. <laughs> like, it's good food, and it's all that matters. Could yeah, 11, I, I remember 11. I loved 11. <laughs> I'm a steak eater. I'm a steak and potato girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so. And the pancake chef extraordinaire, we hear. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but actually, I'm the I'm the grits girl. Okay. Like I'm the grits lady, but I I do you know I'm pretty good. What do you I, put on I, your grits? What do you put on your grits? Cheese. 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 Salt, pepper, butter. Do you not? Do you do the sweet? Do you do the sweet grits? Ever? I don't. I don't. No? One of his best friends used to do that. And I was like, why are you putting sugar in your grits? <laughs> Tell me, don't put butter in it because he would put sugar in it. Like no salt, but he would put sugar in it. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> like no, 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 no. You heard it here, guys. Yeah. They regrets only. Yeah. <laughs> no sugar. That's usually a southern thing, from my understanding. That's a southern thing. Yeah. Well, breakfast is my thing. I actually, um, you know, really since my mom passed away, I, I've been doing a lot more cooking. I realize I can cook that I didn't even know I could cook. <laughs> So, but breakfast was always my thing. I would, you know, whenever they had their friends over, I would make big breakfasts in the morning and, you know, they would look forward to it. Should we pull out our quiz? I think we should. Ooh. So, you've been, we, we've talked enough about Toronto. You've been here. You said you love the city. You said you love Canada. You love the fans here in Canada, us Canadians. But how much do you actually know about Canada? Are you ready for a quick little quiz we put together for you? It's Listen. multiple choice. It's multiple choice. Okay. Because okay. we're, for, we're, we're okay. foreign. I mean, you'll, you'll hear some words I'm sure you've never heard before. <laughs> we have some Let's of them. Let's see. <laughs> All right, Kelsey, you want to start with the first question? All right. The first question. What is the capital of Canada? A, Toronto. B, Vancouver. Or C, Ottawa. Ottawa. Right. I'm keeping score here. See, oh, see. <laughs> I don't know if this is, like if I gotta maybe use the uh the the letters or not, but yeah. All right, perfect. Question number two: How many provinces does Canada have? A, fifteen. B, ten. Or C, thirty. Ten. Mm, Ding. Ah! Two for two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are, you're leading the team in points right now. <laughs> what do we call our one dollar coin? A loony, a lunar, or a birdie? Loony. Oh, Here we wait, go. Wait. Oh. A loony. Ding ding ding. Final answer. Final answer. Here we go. <laughs> All right, and so what do we call our two dollar coin then? A double double, a toonie, or a tuner? A tuner. Mm. Ah. It was a toonie, a loony and a toonie. I started to say that because of the wire, and I was like, no. <laughs> I never use I never use money when I'm up there. I always use my card. She, she doesn't she doesn't keep coins, guys. Yeah, so I never <laughs> I never use, you know. Yeah, um, no. Right. All right. Next question. This is about food. You said you started cooking a little bit. So do you know? What goes on fries that'll make it a poutine? When your son resigned here, he said he finally wanted to try one. I don't know if he if he's done that so far. 
All right. So you got. I think I know this without the. Uh, oh, do you want? Okay. Do you want to say it without? Is it gravy? And. Oh. Ooh. Cheese. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Have you I ever tried the poutine? To, I had to like you know mentally see it. <laughs> gravy and cheese curds. Have you ever tried a poutine? I have not. You have not. Have you haven't truly experienced Toronto yet. Well, I haven't. Like I said, we don't really go out yeah. to eat much. And I was going to try it one day in the airport. And I was like, oh, it's probably not the best place, place to try it. That was a good idea. <laughs> that was a good idea. Yeah, I know. He caught a lot of flack for that, too. <laughs> 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 not having, but y'all have to understand, like, he eats a certain way. You know, they have to eat, you know, kind of healthy. So... <laughs> We we've heard the stories about Lowry and Demar Rosen in the McDonald's drive through. Listen, the night. <laughs> that was so long. That was so. Long. I never. I heard. I didn't know that story until Demar told it. Really? Oh, Jesus. Lord. <laughs> that was so long ago, though. <laughs> that was so long ago. Does Kyle have a sweet tooth? I wouldn't say he has a sweet tooth. Like I said, he eats a certain way. Like he mm-hmm. really eats very healthy. But I think he does allow himself a little. Little something every now and then. He likes um, cake, like white on white cake, like vanilla cupcakes, but not a lot. Like him, he might eat one or have a couple cookies or something here and there. But I wouldn't say he has a sweet tooth, no. All right, that was kind of that was um, a, a debate among Raptor fans, just because you know we saw the pictures of him at Insomnia Cookies with Kawhi. We heard the story about him and Demar. We're just trying to figure out no, a little I'm bit more. I'm gonna say that he does like no, 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 know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, he has kids in the house, so of course he has certain things in the house, but yeah. they, I mean, even that is limited. Like, they do a lot of organics and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. Like, I think that's the only way that you can really, in my opinion, when you're trying to do stuff like that, you gotta let yourself have something every now and then, because if you don't, when you do, you you overdo it. Agreed. So I think if he has a cookie or two here and there, it's not gonna kill him. You know, it's not gonna throw him off his whole regimen. Kelsey, do you have the next question? I do. Question number six. Who was Tim Horton? A hockey player, a former prime minister, or the inventor of donuts? Well, I know it's a donut place, so I don't know if he actually invented donuts, but I'm going to say a hockey player. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I like these donuts, too. Yeah, they're not bad, eh, for the price? They're not bad. I mean, it's, it's basically Dunkin' Donuts. It's just yeah. In Canada. All right, Kelsey, got the next question? I do. What is a toque? Is it a house made of ice? Another name for snowshoes? Pardon me? It's a hat. There we go. Doesn't even need the multiple choice. I'm not learning some things, y'all, now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And next we've got, all right, I don't know if you know this one. In Ontario. Okay. Milk commonly comes in a... Glass bottles, B, jugs, or C, bags? Bags. Oh, there you go. Ding again. <laughs> have you ever had a milk bag? Have you ever seen our milk bag? I have not. I have not. But I have fans that reach out to me from, you know, yeah. that side and other places. So they tell me different things. Okay. So she's le- learning from Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This one might stump you. Ooh. I, I once, I once asked... I'm trying real hard to get stumped me here. <laughs> I asked Bruno Caboclo this question, and he had no idea. What is an Nanaimo bar? A what? <laughs> a Nanaimo bar. Is it a unit to measure gold, a dessert, or a casserole? A dessert. Ding! Yeah, it just I sounds like it should be a It is. It's delicious. It's super sweet. Super sweet, but really, really good. Was yeah. it like a ice cream thing or something? Or was it... Chocolatey. So the bottom is like chocolate with like coconut and flour. Okay. The middle is like um, it's almost like a cream layer, like a custard, uh-huh. cream. and then the it's top yellow. Is, yeah, the top is like melted and hardened chocolate. Oh, okay. We'll get you yeah. one next time you're here. You lost me a coconut. I'm, I'm not a coconut. <laughs> no, you <laughs> can't taste the coconut. You can't taste uh, the coconut though. I'm not a coconut person. The animal bars, you don't you don't really taste it. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that one. I had to look for that. Next time I go in the store, dear. All right. And finally, what is a double double? <laughs> a, a storm with both freezing rain and snow. 
B, a combination pair of gloves and socks. Or C, a coffee with two creams and two sugars. The third one. See, did I give it away? Gave it away. I forgot what my clues were, but there we go. I probably would have went with that anyway. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, I mean, you did really well. Nine out of 10 on my count here. Yeah. And didn't even need the clues for some of these. Yeah. I mean, I've been home for seven years now, so. Yep. All right. You have been here for seven years. So meaning you followed the Raptors for seven years. We now have a rapid fire style question. So no multiple choice. It's all Raptor related questions. Kelsey's going to start firing them off. She got them queued up there. See her looking at it. Y'all know I'm 57 years old, so my brain don't work. (laughs) That fast. Listen, you got you you knew Tuke before. You got Nanaimo Bar. I probably would have guessed a uh, a casserole, to be honest. But all right, Kelsey has them. We're 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 hitting the timer. We're hitting go. Rapid fire questions. Who has the most assists of all time? In Raptors history. So we're doing we're doing seven rapid fire questions to honor number seven, of course. But Kyle Lowry. Norman Powell has the second most playoff appearances of any Raptor. Who has the most? Kyle. Who has the most steals? Kyle. Who has the most made three pointers? Kyle. <laughs> and Iman, go. Rest of the questions are all for you. <laughs> Who has the most made three pointers? Kyle. Did she just ask me that? Who has oh, the most triple doubles? Kyle. <laughs> Who is the highest rated va- value over replacement player in Raptors history? Kyle. Which Raptor past present has the most all-star appearances? Oh, Kyle. No. Yeah, Kyle. There we go. Rapid fire. All Man, done. That was too easy, y'all. <laughs> 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 what is this? That All right. Was bonus question. Bit. Bonus question. There's only one Raptor who has played more games for the Toronto Raptors than Kyle Lowry. Do you know who that is? Is that my Compton kid, DeMar DeRozan? That would be him. <laughs> my Compton kid. I mean, I think I think you did stellar on those quizzes here. Yeah. What was that? Eight, eight out of eight on the on the rapid fire. And nine to ten easy. on the Canadian one. I just want to make y'all give me some real questions. Well, it's not our fault that Kyle Lowry is the leader in so many things. It's Demar and Kyle across the board. <laughs> yeah, my brothers. Yeah, I told you I'm kind of bored when I told y'all that. Not at all. This has been oh, so much great. fun. <laughs> I think I think everyone is really really going to enjoy this. I think so too. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this. Now, okay. now we're going to ask you. Some Kyle-related questions, if you will. Okay. All right. Kelsey, want to start? Okay. So what is the first thing that Kyle bought when he signed in the NBA? Um, ooh, I think a car, I believe. Ooh. Maybe it was a car. Do you remember what kind? What, uh, get himself a Benz? BMW. A BMW. All right. Kyle, I see you. I believe I see you. Now, I know I said Kyle-related questions, but I really wanted to ask you this. And I, if you got to go to the bubble, let's say you were a player, what you were going to go to the bubble, what would be the one activity you would be spending your time doing? Me? In Orlando right now, yeah. If you got to go in there. Oh. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Not like I'm, I, I'm at a point in my life where I just enjoy life. So... I could sit by the pool all day and just literally stand in the water, hands on the side or on a floaty, just enjoying the day. So you would not be fishing with Norman Powell? Heck no. <laughs> First of all, I, I'm, I have a problem with worms or whatever it is you put on the on it. I, I don't like slimy stuff like that. And no, like I wouldn't want to touch the fish. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. You wouldn't be going on the rides after dark? They're opening up the theme park. Um, yeah. That's what you would do? I haven't been on rides in a very long time. Yeah. So I don't know how I would handle it. Like, you know, when you get past a certain age, you know, things start to happen. The stuff that used to be fun might make you nauseous and sick now. I don't know. 
Like, it's a small world. Yes, Dumbo. Yes. Like, I really enjoyed Space Mountain. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, oh, it's really dark, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go in, you don't even, you don't even, you can't see where you're going. But I, um, yeah, that's where I'm at in my life. But you know what? I do, um, I don't really know what they have, but I do enjoy, um, I would enjoy like a boat thing, like maybe just going out on a boat for a couple hours. I really enjoyed that. I did that one year in uh, Virgin Islands and that was pretty cool. But yeah, no, like that fish and stuff, no. <laughs> I don't know Kyle has a, a, a passion for golf. I'm not sure if I could get into that. You don't think you can you don't think you can you can play a little golf? You say you have oh, a competitive nature. Listen, you can do it. You can, I can do it. Okay. You know, I just don't know if I would like it <laughs> for too long. You know, like I said, things ain't like they used to be. All that swinging and walking and all that stuff, like mm. <laughs> I don't know. But we did it, um, we did top golf. That was kind of cool. And we did a simulator. So that was kind of cool. He was shocked that I could hit the ball. You know, he thinks, Kyle was shocked that you could hit the ball? Yeah, Kyle thinks I'm so corny. Like, <laughs> he, do. he doesn't think I'm funny. Like, anyone else thinks I'm hilarious. Like, he doesn't, you know, he forgets he was in his stroller and mommy was out there hitting home runs. Well, you don't have tape that you just, like, pull out and show him? Let him know where he got it from? I don't have, like, we didn't have videotape. <laughs> <laughs> Trophy. I do have articles. Okay. I do have articles. I had trophies around the house. Yeah. So he knows. He remembers, you know, some stuff. He remembers how good his mom was. He's heard about it, even if he don't actually remember. He hear people tell him, like he runs into people around and say, you know, your mom was da 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 So he knows. Do you think Carter and Cameron have a little bit of that baseball blood in them, or is it strictly basketball for they them? They have or? everything in them. They oh do. Oh, my gosh. Carter plays everything. They're fish. They are fish. Those <laughs> kids are little, like little. I, they they've been swimming since months old, and yeah. I just it just makes my heart sing watching them in the water. They just and I love it because I don't worry the way you know most people do because I know they can. This time last year, Cam Cam was still in the vest. Now he's like he's diving, jumping off the water, and it's like. Not <laughs> Michael Phelps, Cameron, and Carter. Yeah, I asked Carter um, the other day. I said, "Carter, do you think you want to be a professional swimmer?" No. I was like, okay. <laughs> Quickly, no. I was like, "Okay." Wait, they just happen. They yeah, they do. Carter plays everything: soccer, basketball, football. Yeah, they do it all. So I'm I'm hoping he finds a love of something and. You know, you know, it's really kind of funny that a lot of basketball players' kids don't play basketball. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan kids. They, I know, I think they played, but they didn't pursue it. Yeah. Brian, like, Brian's kids are good. I, I got to see them. Got to see them play. It's pretty good. It's always funny to me that LeBron, like, Bronny James... His dad is LeBron James, and his favorite player is Russell Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> surprise! Like, um, I don't know who my kid, who the kids would say is their um, favorite player, but you know, with I know within the family, of course, Kyle is our favorite. But he's just Kyle. We don't look at him as you know an NBA player or anything like that. He's just cousin or brother or nephew or whatever. And he's perfect. In our family, he's also our favorite player, and we look at him as Kyle Lowry, NBA superstar, NBA yes. all-star, and NBA champion. That's so cool. That's cool. The Olympic thing was pretty was pretty An cool. Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. I mean, his career, you know, we talk about sort of we, we talked at least earlier about Kyle Lowry just being this kid that loves sports and and falling in love, of course, with basketball and being good at it, and you not really knowing that he'd make it to the pros until until scouts told you when he was in the NBA. I don't know anyone really saw the trajectory of his career and really making it to he he's a guaranteed All Star. He is a, like an All NBA level player. He's an NBA champion. He's a gold medalist. He's one of the best players in basketball. When did you? 
did you was there a point where you realized my son is a superstar in the NBA, not just an NBA player, not just an NBA journeyman, but the greatest player in a franchise's history? Is that like a moment that you saw coming? Is that something that is registered at all? You can't see (laughs) people listening can't see right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think when he won the chip. Yeah. Because after that, it was like... It's so sweet um, seeing you get emotional about it. <laughs> stop. It's so sweet, though, but he is. Like, he, he became the, like, a franchise icon, an icon to an entire country. When he when he won the chip, because that kind of shut everybody up. Everybody, from, from the top to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Everybody that hated on him, even in the city... You know, what, what can you say now? Like, I don't know if you guys follow Lonnie or not. <laughs> um, I Kelsey said guys... him straight. I don't know if you heard her rant, but Kelsey got him. You know what? I couldn't straight. find it. Like, I, I had to go we'll back. You've got to send it to me. We'll have to I send it to about, you. Didn't you get suspended or something for that? Like, did you get shut down for that at all? No, a lot of people had some stuff to say, but I think I had more to say. Oh, definitely. Bother, that doesn't bother you. I know that. <laughs> but yeah, when... um. I don't know if you guys follow Ronnie on mm-hmm. Facebook. Would you either go back to his Facebook live on the night of the chip? Oh yeah. my Jesus. Lonnie ripped everybody from the rooter to the tutor, honey. <laughs> 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 he, he went off on every, I mean, he he was pulling, he was dropping names. He did not care that night. I, and I was like trying, he was like, my mom tried to get on, I'm not going to let her. <laughs> You're trying to make me be quiet. I'm like, no, I wasn't. Go ahead. <laughs> like, do you, do your thing. Like I, it was funny to me when I was, you know, switching back and forth. I couldn't watch the whole thing. It was just too funny to me. I was like, go get him, get him. That's what Twitter has Iman for. Iman saves all the receipts for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, like it's, 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 you know, as his mom, mm-hmm. I, I, I've said this before. His first couple of years in the league, and they started, you know, we first started having social media, and people would be on here and they would say different things. I would get upset, like literally. So, a friend, a family friend of ours, he was like, Listen, you have to understand, these people couldn't do what they do, you know, on their worst day, on their best day. It's just somebody sitting behind a computer, being a, a bully, whatever. Stop listening. You know better. And once that really sunk in, you know, it, it changed everything for me. Like, I enjoy social media. Like, I don't, I use it for what it is. And it's supposed to be a positive. Yeah. So if y'all notice, y'all never see me talk about other players. Y'all never see me talk about, um, only people y'all ever see me come at is referees. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I, you know, I've seen other, you know, parents get on and say different things. And this is, I don't feel like I have to defend him. Listen, his, if his you game. if you need, you just send them my <laughs> way. I'll, I got you. I promise you. <laughs> I probably found them already. I'm probably I'm probably yeah, yelling like at them just, already. It to me is no need. Like you can't yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Like you live your life to sit on the computer and talk about somebody that you couldn't do what he does. And that's one of the things again I respect about my son. My son does what nobody expected him to be able to do. He, he goes out, people ask me all the time, well, what did you do? I didn't do anything. You know, he told me where he needed to be. He told me what he needed to do. And I made sure he got it done or he was there or whatever. He told, he led me. I didn't lead him. And that's where a lot of parents, I think, make their mistake with, with kids, with, with the sports, whatever. You know, you, they're living your dream. Like, they shouldn't be. They should be doing what they want to do. So even though baseball was our, you know, our sport of family, you know, everybody, I could have easily been like, why won't you play ball baseball? I know he fell in love with basketball. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. So I mean, that's I think that's what more parents need to do. And I, you know, we're very involved with AAU, so I see it. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's I've seen parents cause their kids scholarships and things like that. Yeah, once it's not fun anymore, the drive is gonna be gone as well. Well, that's what, when, like I said, I let Kyle call most of his shots in the, the first AAU team he was on. We was on that team for three years. And 
he liked playing with those guys. It was a, it was a decent situation for him as far as, you know, where we lived, we didn't have anything like that. So I had to take him about an hour away for him to play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got a little flat. Why are you taking him out there to play with the white people, whatever? I said, because they won't get him where he need to be. Like, nobody's down here is offering what they're offering, you know? And it worked out. But when I saw, I think after the second year, like, it was, you know, dad coached the team. Of course, he kept playing his son over Kyle or whatever. So after the second year, and, you know, we went through that, and I was like, you still want to play with them? He's like, yeah, all right. Third year was the Disney. We went to the Elite Eight, and we, I felt like we lost the game because Kyle wasn't in it. You know, and when I saw him after the game and I saw his face, I knew that was it. We was done. We was done. Like, I knew he, he knew that, you know, just because he liked the situation, that it wasn't the best for him. So we moved on. Probably the best thing that ever happened to him. But, you know, that's where I think um, most parents make their mistakes. Like, you, you got to listen to what your kid is telling you. So I've, I've seen a lot of kids that I really wanted to ask them, like, do you even want to play? Yeah. But I don't because it's none of my business. But I think a lot of parents need to listen to what their kids tell them. Definitely. So we're going to ask you one more question before we let you go. Okay. And when they inevitably build the Kyle Lowry statue outside of the Raptors arena, what do you think it should be? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. With him taking a charge? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm taking a charge. Perfect. That's what perfect blue collar moment. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was fun. That All Star game was really fun. Like he just really made it so much fun. And and not enough credit to Lowry. Yeah, not enough people gave him enough credit for making the All Star game competitive again. Well, they did. A lot of people did. Like they they still like a lot of people realize that you know those couple charges. Even though I don't, you know, it did. It made the game more competitive. Who puts their body on the line in an exhibition game? But Kyle Lowry. He's to win. You realize he's 0 for 6. He's 0 for 6. It's okay, Lowry. We're sending you to another one next year. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to win. They should have won. Let's see. That's my guy. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our very candid conversation with Marie Holloway, mother of none other than Kyle Lowry. Marie, thank you so, so much for joining us for every... Every little story you've told us, every insight you've given us, we are forever grateful, not only to your son for delivering us a championship, but to you for always being so available to Raptors Twitter and to Kyle's fans who have become your fans. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much. This is so much fun.